welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 25, and it is also our sweetheart message to the folks who created Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Uh, I like to entitle this the Brawl Birthday Bash, because it's also my birthday as we record this. <laughs> so, it's the Brawl Birthday Bash, uh, and uh, we basically, uh, when Wendy and I were playing the game together, and... You know, there's so many great songs, and I was I was always like saying, oh, "What is this game from? I know this one. You know, what, what game is this?" When I was listening to the music, and we realized that the game was kind of like playing radio trivia in and of itself. Um, so we thought, you know, it'd be cool to do a a episode of Radio Trivia that's dedicated to Brawl, where it's not so much asking what game these songs are from. It's obviously Brawl, but what series it's from. And, and this isn't so much a challenge. I think it'll be pretty easy for you guys, but but there's just awesome music. We wanted to share it with you. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I just like after TYP and I played the game a couple days later, just the, the idea just came to me like, gee, you know what? This would make really good radio trivia, just because there's so much awesome music in this game, and and it's it's like you know like the first blog post on Smash Brothers Dojo was all the people who were going to work on the music. So, right. I mean, that's if that's the thing they chose to lead with. That should just say something about you know the importance of the quality, the amount of music and who worked on the music in this game. Yeah, just saying something. Right, and, and it's you know listening to the songs from the game. It's surprising some of the stuff they threw in there because there are a lot of yeah. things you would not think that they would have. Oh, let's add a game from this, a song from this game. You know, so uh, there's some pleasant surprises in there, and, and maybe we'll reveal some of them here. Uh, so yeah, if you're really worried about spoilers, this probably isn't the right podcast to listen to right now, um, quite frankly. But uh, it should be a lot of fun. And, and besides, I mean, just hearing the music once here isn't the same as unlocking it in the game. I mean, originally I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to the music because uh, I want to find out what they are in the game. But frankly, even if I know what the songs are, I'm still going to want to unlock them. So Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, we have six games because this could not be contained to five, and uh, and uh, let's just get started. We do still have bonus questions about the series, not the specific game. So yeah, uh, look so forward this, to those. This is slight slight departure from the uh, regular radio trivia format. Not much. So, not much, but you know, yeah. So let's, let's get started.
jamming. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Johnny, eat your heart out. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, why don't you read off the first question here, Wendy? All right. This was a toughie, everyone. Who is the main hero of this series named after?
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the band now, dog. <laughs> All right, yeah, so do, do we even need to answer yeah, this? Because this is like this should be totally obvious. I mean, if you're all interested in listening to radio trivia, then <laughs> if seriously, if you don't know this, just turn this off and go go back to your Sonic or whatever. <laughs> all right, yeah, it's Mario. It, it, yeah. It's Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Um, and you know, uh, well, before we get any further, let's answer the, the, the question here, which is, uh, who's the main hero named after? And uh, well, it's named after the old uh, NOA landlord, Mario Segal. Segale? I think it's Segal. Segali. No, it's not. It's not Segal. <laughs> he, he is not in any way related to Steven Segal. Oh, ding. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, basically, Mario had no name at the time when Donkey Kong came to America, and uh, folks in NOA realized, hey, he kind of looks sort of like our landlord. Let's name him after. They started calling him Mario. I guess kind of jokingly, but it caught on, and uh, Japan was like, "Yeah, that's a good name for him." So it stuck. Yeah, he's no longer Jumpman. Good thing it yeah, did. Yeah, I don't want to be called Super Jumpman Sunshine or something. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was still called Jumpman? I mean, it just can't be as weird as Pac. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> anyway, uh, obviously Mario is one of the key uh, franchises in, in Brawl, as of the previous Smash Brothers games. Uh, there are probably a lot of different stages that, one way or shape or form, are Mario-related. Uh, what, what's your favorite Mario stage, Wendy? Oh, my favorite Mario stage. Let's see. Well, let's see. I, I, there's a Mushroomy Kingdom, uh-huh. which is all it's, it's all right, but it's really cool when you get to the underground stage uh-huh. randomly. It kind of sucks if there's no way to pick it, or at least no known way to right. pick it. Uh, but you know, if you go to the underground stage, it's really hard to die because they have like the bricks on the top. And you can like bounce around, so it's it's really hard to kill somebody on that stage. But it's really it's still kind of fun. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I th- I think I I think my favorite Mario stage is Delfino Island. Really? Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's just there, there are like five or six different spots you kind of fly around to, right? And and they're all they're all different. So it's not like the F Zero stages where you just kind of you know start here, you kind of go to a new area, you go to a new area. And they're all those different areas, are kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'd liken it kind of to like the Pokemon Stadium stage, where where different things sort of come and go, and they're, so they're different platforms that really change the environment and the strategy. Yeah, yeah, and then you always have to worry. So you got like it's a little bit of everything. You have to worry about the little like the set areas, like a little island with the water on each side. You can kind of float around the water, and there's the uh, uh, let's see, there's like the simple like on the on top of the one shine tower. Oh. And on top of the buildings, and by right. like the all the different areas, just so it just goes from place to place, and, and you know you can't beat the music. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so some of the characters, I mean, a lot of Mario characters are, are back. Some are probably about the same, like Peach and, and Luigi's more or less the same. Um, but uh, Mario himself has kind of changed to some extent. Most notably, his down B has been replaced with yeah. the, the uh, flood device, which is totally counterintuitive for anyone who's played. Malay for any period of time, you, you, you know. But I think they did that for a reason because I think Mario was a little too powerful in melee because he was just he was totally yeah. solid. There's nothing completely wrong with him, and uh, it's a bad like the, the flood his down B is kind of a bad move to replace. Yeah. And Mario st- Mario still does have a tornado move his down attack. Right, moves in the, the down air. A is his tornado move. But sometimes I think people don't realize that when they talk about how the down B has been replaced. Um, 
Yeah. And what was his down B before? Before was the tornado. Right, okay, so the down A was just like a kick or something. I, th I think it was just like a... It was. I think it was like a headbutt. Headbutt down Or something. Oh, oh no, that was, was like his... A, like, a, like a somersault headbutt uh, or something. I know that was his up smash. Like, I, d I don't remember what it was in melee. Well, it's probably a roundhouse when it's but... on the ground. In the air, it's probably a kick. So yeah. now I guess... It, so I guess yeah, you have I think to do a tornado kick. in the air now. Okay. Yeah, and you know, that, yeah, that's totally That's what I usually use it. <laughs> but... So... Yeah, but like like you were saying, it is, it's weird to accidentally put out flood. Like the, that's the last thing you want well, to see. Well, I, I mean, but, I think it's kind of representative of how uh, Brawl has been in development for a while, and it, it seems like they had no uh, kind of concept of Galaxy. It's kind of it missed they missed the boat with Galaxy. It seems like Mario Sunshine is the most recent Mario game as far as they're concerned. But would you say that's accurate? Not really, because. Galaxy, they, they probably would have known of it, but they obviously wouldn't have had like any assets from it unless Nintendo would have. You know, yeah, given, you know, I'm, given, up, I'm, I'm upset that there are no Galaxy else. songs because I really like the Galaxy songs. I think they could have chosen one or two that really would have worked. Yeah, but still, like, they do have, like I guess they do have like the Wii Sports and yeah. the Wii menu music, but that's kind of launch time, not really that reason. I think the game would have had him now. Okay. Yeah, kind of like Twilight Princess. Alright. Yeah. You know, and speaking of Mario music, I, there was a lot better Mario music than the stuff you played. Oh, you think so? But, uh... <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe you're listening to some really awesome Mario music in the background. That was right the now. plan. Uh, there really are a few there are a few <laughs> entries that are Mario games that like really harken back. Or are just pretty obscure. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Leo, I'll pick some of those for the background here. Yeah, yeah. There, there is one in particular. I won't spoil it because I think this is something you need to hear for yourself or <laughs> hearing right now. But, <laughs> but like, like we were in a subspace emissary and we were kind of in an underground level, and this music played, and and TYP were like, "Wait, is that?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> all of it. All of it should have had other songs from that game too, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah, but that if they were gonna have one, that was a good song to pick. It was a good remix too. Yeah, I suppose. So uh, let, let's uh, move on to the next game that's not related to Mario.
That's one of my favorite songs in video game yeah. history. <laughs> yeah. That uh, It's a great remix. It is too. Yeah. off the question, please. Alright, your question. What movie studio sued Nintendo over the character the series is named for?
And all they added was a little echo effect. <laughs> <laughs> it still sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> all right, so this game, as many probably realize, is Donkey Kong. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, right. And uh, it's funny because this almost feels like OC Remix in a game. <laughs> yeah, it does. does not, not, not you mention it. <laughs> Which is, is a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, yes. We love OC Remix just as much as we love music in Super Smash Bros. So, who sued regarding Donkey Kong? It was, was Uni- Universal Studios. Which is now Vivendi Universe. Oh, no, it's NBC Vivendi Universe. <laughs> NBC, NBC Universal, which owns Vivendi. Well, actually, wait. No, I think it's NBC we... Vivendi Universal. No. Vivendi, the, the, Vivendi and Universal aren't together anymore. Remember, it's Vivendi and Activision. Now Blizzard Activision. Oh, am I confusing things? Yes. I, I think Vivendi had like a deal with Universal at some point, but not anymore, obviously. Oh, I lose. Okay, yeah, I lose. Anyway, yeah. uh, regarding Donkey Kong, uh, Diddy finally makes his appearance. He's kind of an odd character. Um, he is. Uh, I still don't know if I like him or not. How do you mean? Well, it, 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 he, he seems a, kind of pointless, really. I mean, he, he's a unique character with his own unique moves, but, you know, he, he walks like a monkey and he talks like a monkey, but he's not Donkey Kong. So, you can play as Diddy. That's a good thing. I know. But is I he know, not powerful but... enough, or is, is he hard to control? Or what is it you don't like? I, I was okay with him. I, nothing really stood out about him, I think, because maybe... Well, that's exactly the thing. He's he's supposed to be kind of like the the foil to Donkey Kong, you know, where Donkey Kong's, you know, big and powerful, Donkey Kong, or Diddy Kong's supposed to be kind of like, you know, quick and nimble and right. fast, and he is, but for, just for whatever reason, I don't like using him. Yeah. Now, it just might be personal preference. But well, I don't think his, any of his I, moves are, are terribly like uh, useful. <laughs> yeah, maybe useful is the right word. It's, it's, I when I was playing it with as him in Subspace Emissary, it was kind of a I, all these moves just sort of feel like maybe like Mario sort of, but maybe not as potent, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, I just think he. I think what it is is he's lacking any real like key move or big thing that can really make him stand right. out. Right. Nothing, there's nothing like like Luigi's up B smash or or, or you know, Fox's up an A right. or you know or Ness's like whatever. <laughs> his, his PK Tanda. Um so Yeah. I don't know but, what about Donkey you know, Kong? I can't I never I never oh, really played as Donkey Kong. Is he Oh, I didn't know I did. I liked him. He, he was pretty much the yeah. same as he was and, in Malay though, right? Well, yeah, 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 he is. They Actually, you know what? I can't think of anything totally different at all. Maybe some timing, but and that's it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe the timing's changed, but really, he's he's kind of the same character. That's actually a pretty good thing. And actually, speaking speaking of Donkey Donkey Kong, even Mario, like I had about I had five like good characters that I use in melee, uh-huh. and you know, and I I use everybody from time to time, but I always go back to those five when I'm playing playing games. So what I'm finding with Brawl is I'm, I have an opportunity now to go back to those characters that didn't really use and kind of use them uh-huh. more. And that's partly because they're there to be used and partly because Brawl's character roster, even at 35 characters, doesn't really <laughs> feel like 35 characters. It feels more like 20, 25. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's... I, 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 I'm starting to like using Donkey Kong a little bit. I don't think he'd be in my, you know, I'm, I must use these characters to win. Right. But, you know, that's... 
you can use every character, which is which is the beauty of the game. You can just jump in there and use every character right, right. away. As with you know other fighting games, you have to learn. Yeah. It takes yeah, a while I, to learn I don't a like character. Pattern memorization, that kind of stuff. That's what makes Brawl so awesome, and that's why we're giving it a whole radio trivia episode. Yes. <laughs> but there's more to Brawl than just yeah. Donkey Kong, so let's let's move on. Oh yes. of happy and eerie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that version a lot more than the original from this game. Or of the, both of those, both of those yeah. songs.
I don't know if anyone, everyone's going to get this one. But, well, you know, this the, we're not putting cakewalks in all of these. You know, we got a, a little bit of challenge in here. Yeah, that's true. So uh, here's a question for all you hardcore fans: the Drought Ender in this game goes by what other name? Awesome that they included that song. Yeah, you know what? They also had the French version of that in there too. They they do, and I'm actually probably yeah, right now I'll play it. So <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome that they did that. I assume that the French version was for the commercial. Yeah, um, I don't think it's as good as the Japanese version, but still, it was pretty. No, nice it's funny. It in there. Yeah, um, it is, and it's, it's interesting that they don't really care 
about keeping things in their own regions. They'll, they'll just do whatever they feel like. Yeah, That's because they, they has they in the, I have the Japanese version, and I hope they do this for the, the U.S. version too. I, they probably will. Yeah, but they I have can. they have the the Japanese versions mm-hmm. and the uh, the English versions of all the WarioWare songs in the game. Yeah, yeah, they do, which is really cool. Yeah, I like that because that way uh, no one can complain if they don't like the English voices or whatever. They can because that was something I was worried about. It's like I don't mind the English voices. I think it's fun because I can understand the words and stuff. But I'm sure there's some people who won't like that. They'll think it's authentic, and they can just turn it off. I mean, so that they just have the Japanese versions, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And by by the way, all the Wario music is awesome. It it is. It's I, awesome. I'm very. I, it's, I'm no very arguments. Up, it is awesome, but I'm upset that they don't have any sort of Wario Land music at all. Yeah, and that, I guess Wario Land is dead. This makes it official. Um, war, no yeah. war, they, have, they had four Wario Land games they could have used, three that are good. Uh, <laughs> and they didn't use any songs from it at all. Well, and they do have the classic Wario in there, though. So They do have the classic Wario outfit. Yes, I'll give them that much. But they probably think that's just for the Mario Party fans. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, what, one, of, one of the color schemes of classic Wario is Mario's colors. Yeah, what's with and, that? And one of Mario's color schemes is Wario's colors. <laughs> So you can totally just yeah, pick Mario with Wario's colors and Wario Wario's colors. Just, you You're just screwing use. with my mind. <sighs> okay, so uh, we had a question here. It was uh, regarding the Drought Ender, which is a treasure in this game. What is it really in the real world? It's a Dr. Pepper bottle cap. Yeah, that's funny because there's just random games that have product placement and surprising to see Nintendo doing it. I mean, I guess maybe they were worried it wouldn't make enough money. I, it, no, I don't... I don't the, you know, that's just the most, the, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, really. I know it's like funny and all. They had the Duracell battery in there, too, but... Uh, it, you know, it, it, was this in the Japanese game, too, I wonder? Well, I mean, they have those brands in, in Japan, too, you know, but... I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I guess they chose brand, American brands because then it would work in both both uh, regions, I guess the idea. But, uh... Are there any other, what other Nintendo games have product placements? Like, one of the Wave Races have them? Yeah, the Wave Races are like Kawasaki and it had, uh... Did they also have Dr. Pepper? <laughs> you know what? I think they might have. I seem to remember some sort of Dr. Pepper no. cross-promotional thing for them. But, uh, or maybe it was for GameCubes or something. Um, so... I guess Dr. Pepper has a healthy relationship with Nintendo. Go figure. <laughs> Dr. Pepper slash 7-Up. Uh, yes. And Anyway, uh, tell us a little bit about the Pikmin stage. I know it's pretty cluttered. Yeah, like, when I fr- initially, the very first time I played it, I was totally lost, because the, the foreground and the background just kind of blend into each other. So, but even like, even though like the there are like three leaves and kind of like a bigger leaf underneath it, and a slow platform on to the left, and it, it, after like two or three games, you, you start to, you realize where everything is in the stage, and you kind of go with it. But it's it's of all the stages, it's that's it's the one where there's, I guess you could say the most visually bold. Right. Of everything. I mean, everything is complex. It's not like a flat background or anything or a simple background. It's all. It's all really, you know, good-looking background. I mean, it looks really nice, especially the yeah. nice soft blur in the back. Yeah. But 
for things going on really fast, it's not a very good stage to play on. Well, I don't think the stage loud is terribly interesting, in my opinion, because no, not it, really. it seems like some sort of cheap knockoff of a of, uh, Super Mario World stage combined with uh, the Termina Field stage. With like, like the Bulborb is like the new turtle. Like, once you know it's there, you're never gonna fall succumb to it. You know. Well, y- well, yes and no, but see, the turtle. It was mostly harmless. Yeah. Uh, and so was the Bulbore when I was on top of it. But the thing I really hate about the level is that the Bulbore is pretty much useless. Well, so was the because turtle. You, you, well, no, the turtle you can still matches tend to go over to that yeah, side a okay. little more. But just the this the Bulbore is 100% useful. Well, not 100, but just shouldn't really be there, especially for how big it is. Yeah, I mean, it, and, all you can do basically is try to knock someone into it. Into its mouth. Yeah, I mean that would, that would be cool and all, but the really thing that I don't like about it is how the camera follows everything. Because when you're really up close, they get four, three people really up close on the whole, you know, the little platforms. Right. And all of a sudden the bulb comes in, the whole camera just zooms oh. out, and then the bulb is right there, and everybody's still fighting on the little leaves where they were. Nobody's going to jump over the over to the bulb because you know they could you know get sucked off or you know accidentally fall in the mouth. Right. So don't. But they basically did is they move the focus to something that nobody is going to use because if they do they die <laughs> yeah so, so that's 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 a that's bad kind so of de- pick, design so decision. pikmin stage is a disappointment yeah it i mean it's it's fun. it's it's really nice and really pretty and a couple of cool things going like you can pick up the little pellets and throw them into the you know the under right. dudes and need little items out of them but even that i don't bother with so there we go. It's, Thumbs it's down on the Pikmin stage. More, yeah, it's one of the bottom. It's one of the worst stages of the game, definitely. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's Pikmin. Yeah. Actually, do you want to talk anything about uh, Olimar at all? Oh yeah, Olimar. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on the fence about Olimar. Like, uh, he's. On the surface, or at least initially, so far as I've seen him, he's kind of a useless character. But that also may be why he may be one of the best characters. But I, that's to me, that's he's he's like a fun novelty point. in my opinion. He's kind of like yeah. playing as Pichu, uh, which was not in this game, by the way. Um, Thank God. It's like if you want to give yourself a fun time, play as Pichu. To some extent, Jigglypuff's the same. Although uh, I have played Jigglypuff in serious matches before. Um, yeah, Jigglypuff's... A lot of people use Jigglypuff because he, you know, he has an instant KO kind of yeah. thing. Although I found it hard to, to... I never played as Jigglypuff, but I found it hard to land Luigi's up B. I don't know if that's just because I wasn't playing well that day, or... Uh, You're just resting. Maybe. Or if the collision's just different this time, so... Which is also possibly true. Yeah, but but for Olimar, he's got some pretty potent smash attacks, but I think that's because he needs mm. them. Because every time I play against Olimar or as Olimar, every time I throw Pikmin at people, it's really it, it looks like it's really easy to either avoid them or just knock them away or yeah. shake them off of you. And having the different Pikmin types, that's a lot to worry about. Normally, you just you know pull them off the ground and throw them. I don't even see what the point of arranging the Pikmin are unless you know. But if somebody can master all that, and I don't know how good that character yeah, would be. Yeah, there's a lot to but juggle that, with. But Olimar. that's a yeah, and I don't know if it'll. For for like Smash Brothers, which is supposed to be basically a simple game that anybody can pick up and play, it, 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 that's that's he's pretty complicated. Or at least he, I mean, 
it, to use him well, it's pretty complicated. Well, unlike most characters, it's kind of like you have to plan more ahead of time and make sure you have your supplies ready. In, in other words, a Pikmin. It's like, you know, if you want to use your grappling hook as, as Link, use your grappling hook. But with, with Olimar, you have to make sure you have enough Pikmin to use a grappling hook that works well, you know? So it, it, yeah. it's that kind of stuff that, that makes it a lot tougher. It's the equivalent of having to charge up your your power beam or whatever just to use your grappling hook, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my, my opinion on Olimar right now is I don't really like him. And, but give me a couple, you know, a couple weeks, a couple months, I might change my mind if I explore yeah. more. But right now, thumbs thumbs down. So thumbs down on Pikmin, guys. Let's go. Yeah, only thumbs up with Pikmin is the music. Yeah. Very much sounds like an anthem. Yeah.
What's my favorite song from that game? But yeah, that that's a really fun, that's a really fun song. Yeah. As are most of the songs from this series. Don't give away the series yet, damn it. Yeah, actually, this one not it might not be too easy from these first two. Uh yeah, maybe. This is because the, the songs I kind of like we kind of picked or might you might uh, like associate with a couple other series. Yeah, I suppose. But uh, what's the question? Okay. Uh, according to Super Smash Brothers Melee, how tall is the main character of this series? What's your favorite series, Wendy? My favorite series. Well, it's not Kirby, oh. but Kirby is one of my oh, favorite okay. series, right. which of course this game is. It just happens so happens that it does feature my favoriteest game ever, which of course is Kirby Superstar for this Nintendo. Yep. Well, that song was originally from Kirby Dreamland, but uh. Yeah, I know, but no. when you were talking about the overreaching Kirby series, and of course, you, you must mention Superstar. You just you can't talk about a like, good Kirby game without yeah. it. You can't talk about games without yeah, it. Yeah, Kirby Superstar is pretty awesome, and it should eventually come to Virtual Console. It, it'll eventually oh, it'll eventually happen. It'll, it'll... It, you know, I have the cartridge, like, literally, I, it's, like, on my dresser, right, like, view of me right now. But, you know, I have the SNES, and I have everything ready to hook it up, but if that comes to Virtual Console, I will buy it. <laughs> If I have room, I don't have to delete channels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nintendo. So, uh, you've talked about this quite a bit. I know I meant to touch on it in my impressions. You've touched on it on yours. And you've also discussed it on the on uh, Radio Free Nintendo. Yeah. But 
And in the mailbag. And in the mailbag. So, so this is fairly <laughs> redundant, but we still need to bring up how uh, the Subspace Emissary does feel quite a bit like a Kirby game. Perhaps a little sloppy, but still a Kirby game. Yeah, yeah. Slo- sloppy is actually a good way to, of, of uh, describing it. The, you know, the, the level design just totally reeks of Sakura, and I absolutely just love some of the cool, you know, things you can do in some of the levels, uh-huh. and just the whole setup of all the different Nintendo characters, you know, going through everything. And yeah, it, I mean, it's really fun if you just ignore like the control problems and the <laughs> fact that you really don't need to, you know, engage in combat at all. Well, you, you do. You do. <laughs> Realistically, you do, but at some point you kind of don't. I mean, it depends on the level. It really yeah. depends on the level situation. But you don't really get any rewards for for beating every single character you you, you can, unless there's really no way around it. Um, yeah. So, and I was discussing this with with Johnny in the car. Basically, we, we, this topic came up, and, and we were talking about how the reason why it doesn't work for Brawl and it does for Metroid. And, and the thing is, with Metroid, you can avoid a lot of the enemies. But at the same time, if you're low on health, you kind of have to fight them to, to regain health and supplies. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. with Brawl, that reward isn't there. It's not like they'll drop hearts or anything like that, which, at least as far as I'm aware, I guess they drop trophies sometimes, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they do drop like items. Sometimes you get food items, but uh, for the most part, it's best to avoid as much combat as possible because even though you can, you can survive with a really high percentage... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like wet, like if, even if you're like 200, sure. 250, you can still, you know, move about, but you can still die pretty right. easily. There, like, uh, like early in the game when I first started playing, it was pretty easy. But as I got into it, and as we started doing co-op yeah. toward the end of it, we both realized that you know what, all this fighting we're getting into is really not doing anything useful for right. us. So what? What's the point of doing it? And so really, it just became kind of a run through to the end. Yep. Which isn't very good, especially when you're in a. The game is centered around brawling, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps it's centered around brawling. I thought it was centered around belaying, but, but maybe not. <laughs> uh, but overall, it's still a fun experience, and, and the whole FMVs and everything are, are funny oh, and a lot oh, of fun. Oh yeah, and stuff. Those, so, those are fantastic. So, so absolutely, still do it. I mean, it's, it's not perfect, but. Mind this is you know primarily a fighting game. Yeah, and so. plus it's it's ten hours out of the you know tens of thousands of hours you will dump into the game. Yeah, tens of thousands. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Thousands of hours. Thousands of hours. Yeah. But yeah, you'll like you know you'll you'll play through Subspace Emissary you know 10, 12 hours to get everything. You might try it again on the harder difficulties, but you know once you're done with it, you're just gonna go back to brawling anyway. So it, it I'm glad they put it uh, they put it in there. It could have been better, but you know. No complaints. Yep. Well, they're complaints. But, yeah, but no. But, it, uh, nothing. We're not going to bitch too much about it. Yeah. Is, is essentially what we're saying. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to, you know, it just adds to it. It doesn't take anything away. Right, really. exactly. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, did we answer the question? Uh, no, we didn't. Um, the question was, how tall is Kirby? And the answer is eight inches. Eight inches. Doesn't look like eight inches. Yeah, uh, well... See, no. so if Kirby if Kirby's eight inches tall and he goes up to about Mario's neck, that would make Mario about oh, what, okay, tall? Okay, so, so keep in mind that these are statues. So uh, oh, statues, so Kirby's statue was eight inches tall. Uh, no, 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 Kirby, no, Kirby's eight inches tall. Kirby's statue is roughly the same size as Mario's statue and Donkey Kong's statue. See what I'm saying? They're not all to scale. 
not all to the same scale. All right. Because ah. you know, Link, Link's, uh, Link's, you know, looks normal, and Mario's got a huge head. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and, and actually, actually, that, that kind of reminds me of uh, what Sakurai was saying when he was designing the Iwata ass thing, like uh-huh. how to make it, how to make all those different proportion bodies work. Right. And they made it work. So there you go. song you wouldn't expect to hear. Well, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Song this question. Oh, you want me to read it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of a nice setup toward you. You blew it, man. Oh, yeah. 
Well, magic of editing? <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Uh, what is the significance of the sequence right-left, right-left, left-straight, left-right? series. That's Zelda, baby. It is Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. Yes, the uh, the first song was a mixture, was basically from uh, Link's Awakening, which I thought was yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I love that song. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see, there, there, there are, uh, I mean, Zelda and Sheik. Is that, is that much different about Sheik or Zelda? I, I mostly played a Zelda, I think, and she was pretty much the same as. Yeah, yeah. Zelda's pretty much the same as she was in Melee. Uh, I, I, I feel that Sheik has got improved a lot. She's the she. She's a she now. In case anybody <laughs> had any doubts, uh, officially, uh, she's a lot faster. I think she than she was in uh, in Melee, and I think she's a little more powerful too. Mm. So actually, like I like I like Sheik more than I did in Melee, and I actually like playing as her equally as much as I did do Zelda. As opposed to most people just playing Zelda. Yeah, I, I usually play Zelda. Which, which I think is the key here, is that there are situations when you do want to use Zelda and you do want to use Sheik mm. now. Okay. Um, I, I didn't have a chance to play as Toon and Link um, because you hadn't unlocked him yet. 
But uh, as I understand, he's basically Young Link, and it makes sense. They're going to bring back Young yeah. Link. It makes sense to use the Young Link look of modern era, which is cel-shaded Link. Is, is he, like, properly cel-shaded in the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's totally he's cel-shaded, and even the bombs he drops has that uh, cel-shaded oh, like, that's awesome. to him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. all the fun playing and, as him. Yeah, and, that, and they changed some of his moves, too. Like, uh, his, you know, the downward stab from the air? Uh-huh. When you do that, as opposed, like, Link just kind of floats down with gravity. Right. But uh, Toon Link, as they call him in the game, or at least in Japanese version, he just shoots straight down. Oh, it's like a, it's almost like a butt so, stomp. So, so, yeah, so, so it's basically like Kirby Stone, which goes bump. That's what, that's what Toon Link does huh. with his sword in the air. So that, that's, that was interesting. That's an interesting change. Uh, that's probably, I mean... Young Link in Malay was weak on on like smash attacks that'll hit people out of the uh, out of the stage. That was his yeah. biggest weakness. That this I use down down A and up A a lot with Young Link, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm wondering if this is made to make that more potent. Uh, it's still it has a little more oomph to it, but it's still weak. But it's faster, is the point. So yeah, it's it's faster. It's faster, right. and he's still got like the uh, the uh, his uh, sword spin still sucks people in. And yeah, so other other than a couple of the key changes to some moves, it, he, he feels just like Young Link, which is again why like with so many new characters, it doesn't feel that much newer yeah. than Melee does. Well, they should have had more third-party stuff, but they don't. Where's Mega Man? Well, they could have at least like done, you know they already have a deal with Konami. Why couldn't they have included a Castlevania character? Right? Simon Belmont, yeah. come on, he has the whip. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Could have done it. No, but no, but just the, look. I'm gonna I'm gonna make make my case for Mega Man because I obviously know, you know, my boy Sakurai is listening right now. <laughs> this, see, because you you got you know the Mega Buster, you can charge that up and do charge just like a Mega Buster and not you know like Samus's right. beam attack. Or you have to hold down the button to charge it, and then you can have like you know Rush come out, or you can have the different power ups, right. and you can do the slide attack, yep. dude. That would be just. That would be one of it. That'd be a really good move to have. That could be his like forward A or something. Yeah, yeah. So or down, or down A, A more accurately. But yeah, well, and I'm, I'm sad and disappointed. So are a lot of other people. That only two third party yeah. characters are in the game. Yeah. I mean seriously. So uh, we had a question. It was regarding uh, the sequence: right, left, right, left, left, straight, left, right, and that actually could apply to a def- couple of different games. So. Our listeners may not actually know the correct answer. Um, what is the correct answer? In the case of the Legend of Zelda series, it's how you get out of the Lost Woods in Ocarina of Time. Right, as opposed to up left, down left in the original for for the Lost Woods, right? There's right, left, and forward. That's that's how you get no, to the no, Lost Woods. No, 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 no. It's left, up, and down. Right brings you to back to the dumping ground. Yeah, like the the, the Skull Kid's right to the left, and then you swing another left, and you're on the Bridge. I'm talking about the original Legend of Zelda. Oh, you're talking about the original Legend. Okay, that's where, that's where it was. Confused. It's like up. Yeah. What the hell? Are I, you I talking said as, about? As, oppo- as opposed to. <laughs> yes, is what I was referring to. So up, up, down, down, up, 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 up. God, o- Ocarina was such a great game. Yep. Uh, nothing, nothing to add there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I re- I remember uh, the commercial for it. You, do you remember the commercial? It was like Bloods will or Blades will bleed or something like that. And it was like right on the horse. And... I don't really remember the commercial for it. No, I may not have ever seen the commercial. Just got in the game. It's on, it's on YouTube. You'll find it. 
But I remember watching, I was doing my homework, I was watching I was watching Monday Night Raw, and I was doing my homework, and they showed the commercial, and I just kind of looked at it open mouth, and just the adrenaline was just totally going through my body, I was like, Ugh. Nah, didn't have that experience, I just got the game, received the game as a present, played the hell out of it. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I did that too, and I also said it was awesome, so there you go. song yeah <laughs> i wish i had more to say about it but i can't without reeling the game <laughs> it's kind of a got that spanish kind of castanetti dancing feel to it there there are kind of a couple of latiny songs i don't know if they're all by the same remixer or if a variety of remixers tried their hand at at the latin latinesque feel but uh this isn't the only one
I remember that song from the first game I heard it from. Well, the original game it was from. And I liked it there, so I'm very happy that that song made it its way <laughs> into this game. A lot of songs made it their way into this <laughs> This <game>. is true. <laughs> A lot of songs did. Uh, anyway, question here. I'll read it this time here. Uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, the most recent entries in this series take place on what continent? <laughs> end on that one. Gotta end on that one. Well, don't have to, but... Uh, you know, I just realized 
the name of the game is in that song. I know that. That, that was intentional. Well, then we don't even have to tell them the answer. That's right, we don't. <laughs> so, uh, unless they're deaf, in which case they're probably not listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> then they can't hear the answer either. Oh, snap. Well, maybe they were in the bathroom while that song played. I don't know. Um, then rewind it. So, well, so, you know, the power of podcasts lets them listen to this podcast and any other podcast anywhere right. they want to. So somebody could be taking a crap right now. <laughs> That's lasting. So uh, well, it's also yeah. So so the uh, <laughs> the fine thing about the this lineup that I chose for this last song was that our last game was that the first song, as far as I'm aware, never came out before in America. The second one did, and the third one is obvious. So it was kind of a difficulty ramp. You know, hardest on the first one, then going easier. Um, and that's the way it should be. Yes. And, and just in case you seriously don't know what game we're talking about, it's Fire, Fire, Fire Emblem series. Fire Emblem! Fire Emblem! Which uh, is good fun. I finally beat Radiant Dawn okay. after so many hours. Um, it was over 60, which, but it was well over 60 because I had to restart quite a few times. Still, um, that's a meaty game. It's a meaty game. It, it, it kind of drags on a little bit, but... Uh, most games that long do. Yeah. It's hard to not have a game that long that doesn't drag on. Yeah, well, it's the nature of RPG or strategy game, I guess. Um, but we're not talking about Brilliant Dawn, we're talking about Brawl. So, uh, there, are, there are two or three Fire Emblem characters. Two, just two this time. Two, just two. Okay, so it's uh, Ike and Marth. Yeah, there's uh, Marth and there's Ike. Okay. And uh, Marth isn't really a spoiler. Because you get him in like ten multiplayer matches, so you'll get him really quick. Right, uh, he's, he's even in the uh, FMV intro, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so, yeah, but uh, first, first I'll talk about Ike, who's the new, who's the new Fire Emblem character. Uh, he's uh, uh, when I had the Smash Brothers party here uh, last weekend, last weekend, uh-huh. a lot of people kind of started liking him. Yeah, I like playing and as so, Ike. Yeah, and the whole thing is, uh, you know, I like Ike, which I don't think is his. Uh, is a crowd chant, which would have been perfect. It might be for the U.S. version. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, it, I, I think it is because uh, the, the Japanese people go Aiku, Aiku. So <laughs> I bet you a dollar I'll say I like Ike in the uh, U.S. version. But uh, anyways, Ike is a—he he doesn't look like it. You know, like the pictures and stuff. You actually have to play play as him to see this. But he's actually a really—he's a powerful, big, booming character. Yeah, he's—he's he's not like as slow as like Bowser would be, but. But he, he's still he's still slow. He still has got some wind up to his moves. But if he hits you, he hurts yeah, he's yet. very deliberate. <laughs> I think you got to be very deliberate with the, the character. But he's not yeah. so slow as to be like unable to keep up with other. Yeah, characters. he's not he's not one of those characters where you have to like randomly just randomly mash and he'll you know kill somebody. If you do that, you'll just get wasted by something right. faster. Than you. you really have to you know pick and choose your hits. Uh-huh. And uh, and I I like him a lot, but actually I don't like him as much. Uh, like Marth, Marth was one of my favorite characters in the last game, but I always found him a little weak. Mm-hmm. And but but in Brawl, they, they made some changes to him that actually makes him a little bit better. Like like his beam, his regular B move, which used to be a charge in the last game, you know, the charging. Yeah, I like blow, that. Yeah. Yeah, is now a stab, a charging stab, which I don't know if I like. Gives that. him. <laughs> it, actually, I like it because it gives him a forward move, like a quick forward move they didn't have before. Hmm. 
So he can really close in on somebody from a, a distance pretty quickly. And uh, the other thing they changed about him that I noticed that I really like is that his combo moves have a little more power to them that I don't remember him having in melee. Because uh, like I remember like the, the the last finishing blows in in, in melee, uh-huh. you know they they kind they did knock you back, but not to the extent that they I feel they are doing in brawl. Huh. And so yeah, and I'm I'm using that a lot, and I'm really really hitting people with it. I'm using it more than I did, definitely more than I did in brawl in melee. Hmm. At least for that. So right right now, Mars my favorite character out of the thirty thirty four. I haven't got Jigglypuff yet. Oh, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Oh, but, we've had, uh, we've had a yeah. lot of spoilers. Don't worry about it. I said the very first. Oh no! The, the, ver- the very oh, yes. first thing I said. You shouldn't be listening to this if, if you want to avoid spoilers. Yes. So. This is, here's a warning for you, kiddies. This podcast contains spoilers. Except at the end, the warnings kind of. Well, well, at least we warn. At least we warn them. them. Yes, and, and, and I'll <laughs> I'll make note of it in the story too, probably. So. And they'll they'll listen anyway. You guys want to hear spoilers, right? Yeah. There's no of way to avoid it. <laughs> Fire Emblem is great. Fire! PK Fire! Fire! You, you know, speaking of the Fire Emblem series, just in general, I just, I just made this observation. I, I feel, I mean, Fire Emblem, all the Fire Emblem games are great, and obviously the music uh-huh. is too. But I, I think you'll agree with me that it's still kind of underappreciated. In North America. I, it certainly is. I, I think that there are certain aspects to Fire Emblem that won't appeal to everyone. Um, in fact, there's certain aspects that don't appeal to me. There, there's a tendency in the games to, if you don't know what you're doing, uh, not level up your characters properly. You've gotten better about it, but there's still, uh, if you're not smart about things, you can kind of trap yourself. Especially if you don't, like, we play a level if you lose a character, because then you may not have, like, a yeah. hero that you really need, or characters that you have to rely on later may not be strong enough. And uh, it's kind of, yeah. the user has to be aware of this and... and you know, balance their character and their team. Yeah, that that's the thing that I actually don't really like about Fire Emblem. I mean, I, I like Fire Emblem games, right. but that's just the one sticking point is that the fact that your characters can die. It's not like, you know, Advanced Wars where all your units are disposable. Uh-huh. If you lose a character, that's it. You never get that right. character back, which you might need it if you're in you know, later levels. In prior Fire Emblem games, uh, if you died, you had to play the entire chapter all over again. Um, so if you had a save state, it was, it was the save state was deleted once you restart, re, once you continued your game, right? And the idea was that you can't yeah. cheat or whatever. In this game, I, I guess they realized it was difficult, or maybe it's just on normal mode. But if you save your state, um, you can continue from that state even if you died. So okay, uh, what, you can, I mean, you can still trap yourself if you save later on. Like if you do turn five and you save again on turn seven, then it turns out screwed up on turn six and you can't go back to turn five at that point overwrites the fire save but it still gives you a little more of a, a cushion which i like now sometimes you i still wound up uh, saying screw it and leaving a character dead because i, I just tried way too many times and, and i just couldn't get a perfect uh, round so and, and i did regret doing that times because I, I did find myself slightly weaker in certain Later on, um, and yeah. uh, well, now I'm talking about Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, <laughs> and I shouldn't be talking about it because I wanted to use that sometime in the future. Yeah, but but yeah, but anyways, the point I was trying to make is that it's, I think it's underappreciated in the U.S. because it's 
still relatively new compared to you know all Nintendo's other franchises. Sure, I mean Fire Emblem's been around in Japan since the NES, since the Famicom. Yeah, days, and, so. and and that's what that's my point. I mean, it took let's see what one, two, three, two and a half, con- like three three console generations for Nintendo to realize, hey, maybe they like uh, you know this strategy right. stuff. That you know started like the place like even on the SNES really they had big yeah. strategy games. Um, well, when did Advance? I mean, Advance Wars came out in America. I assume that was before Fire Emblem, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's see, it was Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, it was like a year or two. Yeah, so I think before. Advance Wars was fairly well received by at least the core audience. Oh, yeah. And so then they decided, well. Fire Emblem's kind of like it, but it has more of a RPG element to it, so let's do that. And so they did it. People like it. Um, I, mean, I, I think right now, Advance Wars is, is kind of bigger in, in the Western markets than Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, because it's, it, I think it's a little, because it's a little, pretty much Well, more it's more approachable. I mean, still, still right, strategy, I mean, it's more approachable but, yeah. because, oh, it's tanks. It's, that's cool stuff, right? So I think it's more mainstream in its appeal, um, frankly. Especially yeah. the upcoming one, which has the whole apocalyptic future going for it, which seems to be popular with all the kids these days. Well, thirty out, it's not upcoming. No. See, I'm so out, out of it. So, the game that was released recently. There we go. Yes. But I think I think we're like already straying way off topic. It's supposed to be about Brawl. This is supposed to be about Brawl. The Brawl episode is almost at an end, so are there any final comments you have regarding Brawl? I just can't wait for it to come out in America so I can play against other people, more people online. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hell of a time finding people to play it with, really. Do you think you'll be able to play it well uh, between Japanese and, and American copies? You know, I do, I'm kind of starting to worry about that because all the matches I've played online so far were kind of slow. Yep. But then again, I really haven't played against anybody that I know that's pretty local. Uh-huh. So well, you should be able- I'll try to get... I'll, 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 I'll find out. I'll know before the U.S. version comes out. Well, um, I just hope that uh, in the U.S. version, at least, people playing between like Florida and L.A. can have a decent match. Um, I mean, that is a decent ways away, I huh. guess. But yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not so sure of that because because Japan is only so big, and they might have just figured, well, if all of Japan can play against each other, we'll just kind of keep it regional for the U.S. Like, it, it won't really matter because you'll find somebody to play no matter what. So, yeah. But let's, let's, have a, let's have a final word on Brawl's music then. So, uh, you've heard a good sampling of the music. There's stuff you haven't heard. Um, There's a lot better stuff you haven't better. heard. Better? You didn't like my selection, there, huh? Oh, I, I loved your selection. I just, and you know, I'm sure you're, you put some good music in the background of what we're talking about right now. But there is just so much good music in the game that we could not possibly have put everything in it for this podcast. I mean, we already expanded to six games because we just couldn't pick five. There's yeah. no way. Well, <laughs> uh, I think that people will enjoy unlocking the songs uh, in Brawl. Uh, it's really fun to collect a collect a CD or complete a mission or whatever that has new music and then it says you've got a new song and then you can listen to and it right then and there. Right right. there. And that, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, yeah. 
Although I have to say, like music CDs also show up in multiplayer, just regular multiplayer. But when they show up, they dis like they start disappearing right away. So you just gotta jump for it. That kind of distracts yeah, you from the brawl. It does. But you know what? You might you might yep. pick up a good one, <laughs> which is the whole point. Excellent. And and in case people don't know, I think it I think this should this information should be out there. And this is not really spoiler territory, but like there are 312 music tracks in the game. Yeah. Which is insane. Some of those are pretty short, but it's, it's it, still a lot. Yeah, like like six of them are like WarioWare minigame. Some of them are music, but like still like when you, when you take when you you know shave off all the you know not really music, it's still two sixty two seventy yeah. easy, which is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't even I can't even think of any other game, not even a Final Fantasy game with a soundtrack that big. Well, uh, they had a lot of people I mean, working on it. Can you no? Can you imagine what the soundtrack collection of that's going to look like when it goes on sale? Uh, it's going to be like a it's going to be like a five CD set or something. I mean, no, it's going to be like one of those like those CD spindles oh. <laughs> stacked with like twenty five CDs. It comes with its own booklet. Bill. It comes with its own like twenty CD uh, booklet because you fill out most of it anyway. So yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, like you're you're gonna find some music in that game that you had no idea, you would not expect to see in that game at all. And it's even better, some of it's really good, you know, music to brawl to. Right. Um, yeah, there's, so. there's incredible variety. I mean, like we played the Pikmin song, and I mean, there's some really good guitar songs and all that stuff. So, uh, and you got the singing songs, and yeah, there's it's it's like an all-star lineup of music, just like it's an all-star lineup. Of you know Nintendo characters, and it was composed by an all-star, you know. Yeah, because there aren't enough all-star characters, but or maybe there are enough. <laughs> there's just enough variety in them. Is maybe the more accurate statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, compared to the music, the character list is like, right. yeah, I've been there, done that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for uh, co-hosting this wonderful episode of Radio Trivia with me. And, uh, oh yeah. I hope the, you all enjoyed listening to the birthday bash. Music for Brawl. Brawl's birthday. Dash. Brawl. How old are you now, by the way? 24. <sighs> Get, you're getting there. Getting there. Getting there. Yeah, like, I, I'm, as I'm approaching 26, I'm starting to realize, damn, I've got a long way to go myself, don't I? <laughs> oh. But, you know, whatever. Alright, good night, guys. March, March 9th is the only date people want to care about. Is that, is that your birthday? No, that's when Paul comes Oh, out. is that also your birthday? Well, it'll be birthdays to many, many people in North America. All right, then. There we go. <laughs> if it's your birthday, look forward to Brawl. If it's not your birthday, look forward to Brawl. <laughs> we're Brawl anyway. All right, we're done. Later, right. everybody.